Hello world, hello world. It's a new day, y'all. It is a new day and in fact, let's just start this day off on positive vibes, you know? Happy to be alive for another day. The sun is shining here in sunny Southern California. And I have a lot to be grateful for, you know? I have a supportive family, a supportive wife. I have some great friends um, and I've been able to see a lot of life travel the world, gone to various continents that have shaped my mindset, been through various things that have allowed me to understand people's issues better than others. And on that note, let's get into today's topic, shall we? Today we're talking about the Catholic Church, all right? Particularly the Vatican. Somebody decided to write a book about them, a book claiming that the Catholic Church is having a lot of money issues, particularly that they will be defaulting by 2023 and uh in case you guys haven't checked your dates lately we are already in 2023 late april almost may so this is kind of interesting that this is coming out now but let's see exactly what this person is claiming right let's see how they came to this conclusion just kind of thought it was interesting and so i'm gonna share let's get into it together welcome back to another episode of the Dragon Horse Podcast. My name is Cameron Bivens, the Dragon Horse himself, and your lovely host. Let's go. The title of this article reads, New Book Claims Catholic Church Will Default by 2023 as the Vatican Begins Spending Review. So basically, the Vatican, like a lot of people, like a lot of countries, uses debt to fund its lifestyle, uses debt to fund its projects. Has a lot going on, right? Let's see why. This was brought to us by James Crowley. So James Crowley, thank you for that. On Monday, as Vatican officials prepare to meet to assess the Roman Catholic Church's finances, a new book by investigative journalist Gianluigi Nuzzi appeared in Italian bookstores claiming that the church will run out of funds by 2023. It will run out of money. Wow. So for those that don't get it, man, the Catholic Church is one of the most powerful entities on this earth. The Catholic Church is flush with cash. We're talking about donations, charitable donations, a lot of under-the-counter stuff, a lot of under-the-table stuff, if you know what I mean. So that is what it is. So the idea that they may be running out of money is uh, it's quite surprising indeed. It's quite surprising indeed. The book Universal Judgment is the latest in a string of rel- revelatory excuse me, revelatory dispatches by Nuzi, an Italian reporter with a long history of unearthing and discovering financial crisis within the church. His 2012 book, His Holiness, revealed financial corruption under Pope Benedict. Merchants in the Temple in 2015 follow-up highlighted opposition to fixing the Holy See's finances based on tapes and documents leaked by the Vatican. Wow, so the Vatican really is just like uh <laughs> it's just like a lot of these politicians, really. It's it's like the same thing. Like, oh yeah, we need to fix this. We don't really want to fix it because we're benefiting from it. But we know it needs to get done, but we're not gonna do it, even if people suffer because of it. Crazy as that sounds, that's pretty much what this writer Newsy is implying, right? 
That effort led to Nuzzi's involvement in the VADA Leaks 2 trial, in which the Vatican officials were found guilty of conspiring to leak confidential documents and information. Yes. As a journalist, Nuzzi was not charged due to the Vatican law protecting freedom of the press. Of course he wasn't. Here's the thing you guys got to understand, man. There are a lot of people out there, good or bad, but right now we're going to talk about the bad. There are a lot of bad people out there that will hide behind good images, that will hide behind something that should be good to hide their badness. For example, pedophilia. And I hate to say this, but it has to be said, and it's a pretty well-known fact. People don't like to talk about it, but the Catholic Church has had more pedophilia scandals, I mean, in its history than most organizations, okay, in the world, right? And it's not just the Catholic Church in Italy. We're talking about the Catholic Church worldwide, these churches that take people in, okay? We're all human beings. We have urges, but touching on children should never be an urge anyone has that's just my opinion but at the same time a lot of these people that are pedophiles sometimes well not a lot but some of these people that are pedophiles will hide in professions such as being a teacher right so they could be around kids saying they want to help the youth but actually they're getting closer to their targets right they'll say that they uh, want to be a priest to help people so people can confide in them when really they're just getting closer to their targets, right? In various other industries, yeah? And this is something that I find particularly scary and sad, but it is what it is. It's a fact, right? Monsters hide behind a mask that makes them look just like us. And at the end of the day, we all have our vices. We all have our problems, of course. But there's levels to this, right? There's levels to this. So, with that being said, let's continue forward with the article. Nuzzi's latest assertion of pending financial doom came just ahead of the Italian Bishops' Conference, where church officials will discuss the health of church accounts. The book, as the conference likely will, touches on the fact that the Vatican has not shared its budget publicly since 2015 and explores a new financial scandal involving charitable donations that were serendipitously invested in luxury london real estate wow so the catholic church decided to be investors i can't even i can't even sit back well the article goes on to say that the vatican officials have denied the claims by the way anyway i can't even sit back and hate on that because i know that everybody does that we have some lawmakers now congressmen senators that are able to do something called insider trading in the u.s right where they are policymakers that affect businesses, but they're still allowed, allowed to buy or sell stock in these businesses, which means you're pretty much the referee of the sports game. You can decide which way it goes and which way it shouldn't go as you're betting on the game. I'll leave that at that, right? So for the Catholic Church to get involved in London real estate and all these other things with the with the charitable donations that are supposed to help the poor, it doesn't surprise me. I see it happen all the time. That's why I'm particularly extremely so careful about what I donate my money to. I don't just put it on GoFundMe. I don't just send it out to someone. I'm very careful about it because I see these things happen all the time. And I will admit, because of my influences, because of living in China, which happens to be one of the least charitable places, but they'll give you opportunities. See, there's the difference. 
because of me being there, seeing how that system works, where people won't just give you money in the street. They're not just going to hand it to you, but they'll say, hey, I need a job done and I'll pay you for that. Can you do that for me? Hey, I'll give you an opportunity to do this job. Can you do that for me and I'll pay you? Right? So they'll give you the opportunities. They're just not going to give it to you for free. And in a lot of Western countries, particularly, I hate to say this, but a lot of Western countries, we like to give things for free because we make it because we think it makes us a good person to give money for free, to just give it out instead of helping. We never want to teach someone how to fish. We never want to bring them out on the boat with us to fish. We just want to give them the fish every day. Why? Because subtly it is narcissistic. And number two, we think it makes us a better person. We think we're better than you, right? We're better than you. We have to reach down and help. Why don't you give them the opportunity to be even greater than yourself? See, we don't want to do that. We're not going to do that for obvious reasons, right? Narcissism, the the air of superiority, thinking we've always been better, so... We need to reach down and give a little bit back. But how dare they even get close to our level? This is why I'm cautious, right? I'm cautious with who I spend my time with. I'm cautious with who I give my money to. And I'm cautious about what causes I preach or about what I get into. You just don't know until you know. And by then it's too late, right? So with that being said, let's continue forward. (laughs) Arch... Bishop Nunzio Galantino has dismissed Newsy's claims, telling Reuters, There is no threat of default here. There is only the need for a spending review. Right. He goes on to further disparage the book and discourage people from reading it. And he goes on to say it sounds a lot like the Da Vinci Code. So he aims to discredit this book, right? Still, the Holy See faces a major threat in falling donations, according to Newsy who reports that donations to the church have declined in countries that have seen sex scandal abuses come to light. Yes, there's been a lot. I mentioned that earlier in this episode. There's been a lot of this. People are starting to lose their faith in these institutions. People are starting to lose their faith in the church. They're starting to lose their faith in these charities. They're starting to lose their faith in these various certain things, in these institutions. Look at the rise of Bitcoin. That should tell you everything you need to know. Why is Bitcoin so popular? Think about it. I want you guys to think about that. And I'll, I'll tell you exactly why I think it's popular. I'll give you two quick seconds. The reason why Bitcoin is so popular is because people feel as though the government is failing them. Their money's not going to be as valuable. The wages don't pay as much. They feel as though Bitcoin as an alternative currency is going to continue to improve because as people lose faith in this system, they can trade and barter with each other individually, right? If I go to a store and I make a deal with a small shop owner, what if I decide to not pay him cash? What if I decide to pay him in Bitcoin, which is is an appreciating asset at this point, and I'm not advertising this, I'm not a financial advisor, so y'all can't take me to court, but I'm telling you how people get into this. Am I necessarily that much into it? No, but I can understand how people get into it. They're losing faith in institutions, right? Bitcoin is the example I just mentioned, which is a monetary example, a money example. But let's talk about these churches. Why is church enrollment dropping in the States at at record speeds? Why are churches not even getting charitable donations anymore, as as they mentioned in this article, right? 
Why are people believing less? Because of social media, technology. They're seeing these things. They're seeing these scandals that they tried to hide, right? They're seeing how this money gets spent. The new gold, the new in the church, all these murals, all this other stuff that doesn't go back to where it's supposed to go, where they said it would go. And ultimately, the worst part about all of this is there's, more, there's no punishment for lying. There is no punishment for lying about where that money's going to go. There's no punishment for lying about what you actually plan to do with it. If you actually plan to help people, there's no punishment for going back on your word. The liars are being rewarded and the people are getting tired of that. So the people are essentially what I call voting with their wallet, voting with their time and their attention. And the Vatican is losing out. You guys may still see crowds of people, absolutely, but I can promise you as someone who goes to Italy frequently, the youth does not care about church. They do not care about the Vatican. And the Vatican's been there for so many years, you would have thought it'd be different. No, they don't care anymore. Right? So you're looking at in another 10 years, 20 years, the Vatican, unless they know how to really reach the youth and bring them back in, the Vatican may be severely wiped out. Their power, they are losing power and it's all about power at the end of the day we know that i talk about that all the time on this channel it's about power at the end of the day and the vatican is losing it it is what it is this article goes on to talk about uh different catholic news and uh you know uh how newsy the reporter who went ahead with this book estimated 58 percent of donations intended for charity were used to fill in the financial gaps of the roman curia so the catholic church misappropriating funds but because they're not a business um there's no punishment for that whereas a business there is a punishment for misappropriating funds right defrauding what they call it right so this this is inevitable <clears throat> you guys are losing power and you guys are going to continue to lose power no one has faith in you anymore and i could tell you what as a u.s citizen being back here in the usa since 2020 after I decide to leave China, right? Seeing how the church is treated, seeing how people view the church, it's going to get worse. Church enrollment is dropping here in the States too. Young kids don't believe in that anymore. And it has nothing to do with trans or LGBT and all that other stuff. It has everything to do with they're sick of the hypocrisy. Those same people you sit in church with sometimes don't want their daughters dating black people. Yeah, I have personal experiences with that. They, but on the flip side of that they say oh yes i want to love my neighbor as i love myself and i love jesus but yet they go out and they buy ak-47s and all these different pistols and weapons why so i can defend my family is it really so you can defend your family did jesus walk around with those guns is that really what it's for so who do you actually believe in what are your actions showing instead of just your words now, I'm not saying I'm not hypocritical myself. I think we can all be a bit hypocritical from time to time. I'm just pointing out why these institutions, these organizations are losing power. It is what it is. It's inevitable. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Dragon Horse Podcast, man. As always, stay safe, happy, and healthy. Hope to catch you guys in the next one. Love y'all. Peace.